0: Welcome to Marketing Money Mindset, where we bring you interesting true stories on how clever marketing ideas create money opportunities with a conscious mindset producing impact and success. Together with marketing lover Lisa Sparks-Lane from the Ellen Sparks Agency, the Man from Mars business and life coach Brian Wood, and health and athletic performance expert Jen Grafis from Q Life, share their experiences on how success is so much more than creating cash flow. True success comes when you nurture your business, body, and brain in order to get the most out of your business and in life. Join the Triple M team on our journey to success. Ready, set, listen.
1: Hello, hello, hello. Good morning.
2: Well, depends on when you listen, right?
1: Right.
0: Good that morning, good afternoon.
1: Exactly.
2: We're podcast now. We're everywhere. Yeah. So, Super Bowl.
1: Ooh. Right?
0: Do you know that Vegas reported a $1 million bet, a $1 million bet on the Atlanta Falcons? They did? So Atlanta is up 28-3, to and they end up losing. Can you imagine? A million bucks on the line, and you are counting your money, and you are dancing, and you're saying, man, I should have bet $2 million," and it just crumbles. Can you even imagine how that would yeah. feel? Super I hope Bowl they didn't need it.
1: Super Bowl history, hmm. right? Comeback. And then first overtime ever in 51 years.
0: Very cool. All right. I'm going to be
1: honest. I didn't see it. I refused. Did you refuse or you just weren't interested? Okay. A little bit of both. Okay. Yeah. I was doing laundry, so. (laughs) At the same time. (laughs) As
0: a coach, I know the damage associated with judging. But I'm judging both of you now. Why? And I'm disappointed.
1: <laughs> oh. Why? Why did I get judged? Good. I watched fail in fast in the comfort of my own home.
2: <laughs> That's been our motto here: <laughs> fail <laughs> and fail fast. That's right. So today's um, subject
1: is chaos. What do you think when you, when I say chaos, Jen? Oh, when you say the word chaos, I, it just makes me feel like my brain sometimes when just everything is just floating around, feeling overwhelmed. Like the word chaos brings a very vivid image into my head for sure how about you brian
0: through chaos comes great opportunity that that's one thing that comes to mind business no no (laughs) what what i'm saying is that is the way to look at it you know and 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 when you're in your routine sometimes that's not always the best place to be and sometimes chaos can be a really good thing
1: Uh, it's a disruptor right
0: yep I I think of a mess. Mm -hmm.
2: I think of like the desk with everything on it and it's just chaotic. Mm -hmm. Or the chaos that happens in your head when you know you're going to go on stage. That nervousness that attacks you. And it's funny because um, today's guests have something to do with each of those topics. Mm. Um, Have you heard of Shark Tank?
0: Big fan. Big fan. Big fan. Love it. Yeah. Why do you love it? Mr. Wonderful. Ah, He's great. I I can't wait to talk and speak with our guest. Um, Mr. Wonderful, I'm a a big fan of Mr. Wonderful. Isn't he the
1: one that says you're dead to me? (laughs) Yes, that's exactly right. I just like it because of all the ingenuity. It's amazing to see what people can turn into a business and new products and ideas. and, And more than anything, I of course, love to hear the stories because typically these things that people are talking about or presenting or wanting to sell has to do with a passion or something that has happened to them in their life. And I love to hear those life stories of how it came to be.
0: And chaos, right? Because they've identified chaos and they've also come up with a solution and they've been able to leverage that and turn that into a money-making venture. So I yeah, I love that show.
2: Absolutely. Have you guys seen Founder yet? The movie that came out about McDonald's. You were talking
1: about that. I haven't
0: yeah. seen it yet. Have you seen it? I haven't.
2: And it's funny because it started off the chaos of, um, like, I guess the hamburger business. You know, making burgers and how people were like waiting on lines for whatever, or they'd get the wrong thing once they got their their food. And then um, is it Ray Kroc that mm-hmm. developed this concept in his mind first? And grew out of this, but it's definitely something that you must see. I don't want to ruin it. Mm -hmm. It's it's got a little bit of a twist, but I'll tell you what, I left wanting a McDonald's burger, (laughs) and I had it. Gross. I know it's gross. Why is that very cool? That's gross, but cool. I love it. I know. Probably (laughs) just like seriously. No, I love McDonald's.
1: McDonald's? No, I can't eat it anymore because of my food allergy. But McDonald's fries, by far, I would climb climb a mountain for sure to be able to enjoy some (laughs) some McDonald's fries. How
2: about you, Ryan? We have fries.
0: No, I'm I'm back to the whole judgment thing. You know, <laughs> I mean, whatever works for you, you. Spit on and my I teeth. know it's, really, Bri? it's less expensive, Q. but Dude, it's your cue. <laughs> it's your cue. My cue is not McDonald's, but uh, but but I get it, right? And that is hugely innovative, and uh, and that. So I'm looking forward to seeing that movie.
2: Oh, well, I thought your cue was Valentine's Day.
0: This is not going away. She, it's this not. Is, this is she unbelievable. She eats it up. It's I mean, just a okay, wait, wait, wait. I got it's something. I got something. Yeah. Because
2: we actually have Karen, or Karen's on the show today from Canada. Uh-huh. And I don't even know if she knows this, but March 14th is a holiday what? that started on a radio show.
1: I know. What Do you know mean. about this? What is this? Do you know about this? I don't know. Oh, you know? I, no. I don't think it's I can steak say. and sex. I
2: do know, but I didn't think... It started on a radio show because they were on protest for Valentine's Day. Hmm. So they said Valentine's Day was two women, you know... Orientated, so they wanted to do something for the men. So, what do you wow. think about that?
1: March 14th,
0: I think it's impressive. And and I You've think never you heard that, Brian? No, I haven't. And it's, not, and it's not
1: called Steak and I Sex. I'm just, just gonna say, it say, it's not, no, it's not called that. And I can't say it on the air. Oh, but, I looked no, it up. There is something called Steak. No, the real no. where it really came from, I can't say, but you it's can. a month later.
0: I think we've got then the okay March? from our producer. Wait, we got the okay, go. Go.
1: It's Steak and BJ Day. Wow. Oh, see, there was one like that too, but there was Steak and Sex. You crossed, There's two websites.
2: You crossed the line.
0: Two graphics.
1: websites out there. I had to look it up because somebody challenged me, and I did the same thing. Wow. So, but it's a yeah. It's a month after to celebrate men. Wow. So now you can go home and tell Viv about that. <laughs> steak and Sex.
2: <laughs> if she wants Valentine's Day, you get March, March 14th. 14th.
0: <laughs> There you go. Awkward silence. I
2: like it. I like it. So um, next week, we also have the Entrepreneur Money Club on Monday at one of our favorite places, (gasps) Quinn, where we have our warm hug, meet some new entrepreneurs, discuss business, ideas, collaboration. And the day after is Valentine's Day, which we will have Chef Jennifer Johnson, who's one of our sponsors from Witnessing Nature and Food. She will be having a five-course all-pairing wine dinner.
0: She's the best. She is the best.
2: So if you want to attend, reach out to Gwen Wine. You can do drink at GwenAZ.com to reserve your table. And let's talk about speaking. We've got Karen McGregor. She's a best-selling author, international speaker, coach, trainer, and the founder and CEO of Speaker Success Formula. Welcome, Karen. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me on the show. And you live in Canada. Is this true about the sex and?
3: I I am not an expert on that. I could not (laughs) confirm whether that is actually accurate. The chaos I'm developing (laughs) today. It sounds good, though. (laughs)
0: You, You had no idea what you were walking into, did you?
2: None. Okay. That's how most of our guests up. <laughs> <feel. Sure. laughs> so welcome. You flew in yesterday or today? Yes, or yesterday? yeah. Flew yeah. in
3: yesterday. Beautiful weather here. We've got about 10 feet of snow and we never get snow in Vancouver. So it's very unusual year. So we appreciate the beautiful weather here in Phoenix.
2: Hmm. How many times have you come to
3: Phoenix? Oh, probably about 10 times in total now. I just love it here.
2: Yeah, and you're bringing out a summit, the Income Accelerator Summit in March.
3: Yes, the Income Acceleration Summit is a three-day live event, March 9th, 10th, and 11th. Really yeah. excited to share that with local people here in What's
2: Phoenix. What's going to happen? Like, Most people are asking me, like, what happens for three days about speaking? Like, Can't we cover that in one day? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do it. <laughs> well, as entrepreneurs, you know,
3: we really... Usually have three, um, ways to look at speaking. One is, can it help me to leverage my business? So that is something that I really focus on in those three days. Um, the other is, you know, how do you actually have a confident talk on stage, whether it's 30 people, 300, 3000? 3, and, um, and then also about the passion in, having a message that rocks, you know, so being able to craft a message that you feel is powerful, and you know, it's powerful, because the people sitting in your audience are connected with you. So to be able to Relay all that does take three days, but we're also going to be talking about how to leverage speaking in a webinar format, because nowadays, of course, with being online and uh, videos going viral, there's just so much opportunity to leverage that same talk into webinars. Um, And the last thing is, of course, how do you follow up by phone? Uh, if If you're not allowed to sell, because sometimes when you're on stage, you have a talk, but you can't sell your program product service. So how do you use the phone to be able to effectively follow up with those that are interested?
2: I've got some questions. You said the speech should rock. How do you know if it rocks? And are you able to tell them, listen, this doesn't rock?
3: Yes. Well, first of all, when when you get on and you want to sell your program, product, or service, I always say look at the results because people can hug you and say, wow, that is such a great talk. <laughs> but if they're not actually buying from you, there is some disconnect because there are ideal clients in the audience that want what you have to offer. But if they're not saying yes, then there is a disconnect. So you have to look at that. And usually my suggestion is, Elise, So that it's all in the system Uh, It's in the system of the talk The structure of the talk There's something that's not really Aligned with the people who are Out there listening
2: Nice let's get back to that I'm actually going to ask you about personalities too Like is there a certain personality that when you speak in, In front of an audience like you know your audience But is there a personality That does better up there We'll be right back talking to Karen McGregor
0: Are you living someone else's version of success and happiness? Are you an athlete, former athlete, organization, or team interested in achieving results while enjoying the journey? Come to Mars. Myrtlewood Athlete Representation and Success Coaching. Certified Professional Life and Business Coach. Certified Agent with the NBA Players Association. Find us at MarsCoach.com. 602-733-4864. 602-733-4864. Faith and belief equals action and results.
4: Mom, where are my credits? I have
0: them. I'm coloring my credit again.
4: What's color my credit?
0: Well, color my credit is a simple
5: method I uh, created to explain kind of a complicated financial document. We have a lot of those in our life. You'll you'll grow and you'll see that you want to grow your money, but there's a whole lot of paper you don't understand. So what I do is try to color it and give it a method of understanding what you need to do to make it better. Are you ready for that? Yep. For more information,
2: call a glutz, Go to colormycredit.com.
4: Ringing in the new year means talk of growth and renewal for the coming year. Goal setting and strategic visions, that's what's dancing in the heads of successful leaders. At your next conference or meeting, let Frame the Message, Inc. bring your visions to life in a colorful way. Traditional note-taking is so last year. Graphics are their wave of the future. So start the year off right with something sure to bring positive and productive change in 2017 live graphics and illustrated videos by Frame the Message, Inc. That's ink.com dot com.
0: Welcome back to Marketing Money Mindset, the place where clever marketing, creating money, and the conscious mind intersect. With your host, Elisa Sparks-Lane, Brian Wood, and Jen Grafis.
2: Welcome back. And uh, we're talking about Valentine's Day. No, I'm just kidding. Um... We're talking about speaking in public and that personality that it takes and the chaos that actually develops in your mind regarding it, which I'm sure does not allow for that connection. If you're thinking too much in your head and it's not connecting to the audience, um, is that something you go through during the summit or is that something that one-on-one you would have to coach since we're all a little different?
3: Yeah, we're definitely going to get into that in the summit because when, if you look at uh, an author as an example, when you're structuring a book, if you have the core components of how to structure a book, like let's say a nonfiction book, it's very similar with speaking is that you get relaxed, doesn't matter what personality you are that when you relax you actually show up as your greatest self so whether you are an extrovert or an introvert any kind of personality you can actually have huge presence on stage if you think of some of the people that are some of the greatest speakers in the world um, they're not actually extroverts they're they're they are introverts by nature and they have managed to really have a deep connection because they're authentic and they have that structure that they can relax into and really be themselves. So that is definitely something we'll be focusing on.
2: And you got to be on stage with Deepak. Yes, yes, that was what one of the highlights. You do <laughs> before you go on? I mean, does he have a ritual or was that something? Is he an introvert?
3: Well, you know, he doesn't show up in front of anyone. So that is one of the ways that he focuses for quite a while. He's alone by himself. and uh, and But others like David Wolf, he's a very famous nutritionist, raw food nutritionist. And I remember he was backstage and there were 3000 people and he was just about to go on. And I thought, okay, I'm not going to bother him. You know, I'm not even going to say hi or hug him because he's in his zone. Oh, yeah, totally. (laughs) But I was nervous, of course. Uh, You know, I think anyone would be in front of 3000 people to go on after David. And I remember him just before he went on. He said, Karen, I want you to know you are great. You're going to be fantastic out there. And you're going to rock the stage. And interestingly enough, I thought to myself, wow, this man could have stayed in his zone, but he reached out to me with his heart and I think that heart actually was brought to the stage when he started to speak. So it's very interesting that, you know, we can have our rituals, but always remember what it's really about, what life is really about, and that is human connection through the heart.
1: Wow. I love that. I, I follow a lot of speakers as well, being a speaker myself and Brendan Bouchard and Tony Robbins and he had, Tony Robbins has a a very ritual before he goes on, and he kind of and he typically was introverted, which most people wouldn't know. But Doesn't he take a cold plunge? He takes he takes cold plunges, mm-hmm. and then right before he goes on stage, he jumps up and down and totally gets his endorphins going, and it's this whole ritual. And I watched a whole docu the documentary on Netflix oh, on that. Guru. It was really, yeah, I'm super, not your guru. You know? I am not your guru, which is really cool.
0: I typically do that before the show. The just as Your a cold sidebar. plunge. Yeah. Yeah. We're so all you know. going to start doing that. Yeah. I, I have a question for Karen. The um, At the top of most people's list, as far as the the greatest fear is public speaking, why do you think that is? Why are people so scared of of getting up there and speaking to the world?
3: Well, I tell entrepreneurs that there are two things that most people fear most, that that is public speaking and selling. And I teach them to do both at the same time. (laughs) So what I tell them is, imagine if you could visualize your end result and you knew that your ideal audience was deeply connected to you and they were going to come up to you later and want to buy your program's product services and want to connect with you, how would you feel when you're speaking? And everybody always says, well, I would be much more relaxed. I think I'd still be nervous, but I would be more relaxed and be myself. So that is really what I'm all about is if I can help people know for certain that they're going to go and they're going to get the results, they're going to connect, they're going to change lives, then I think uh, that nervousness plummets. But it really is about, oh, my gosh, people don't know what to say next. And even if they have a script that, you know, they're out there and they've practiced it. They're not sure if it's going to work. That creates a lot of anxiety.
1: And I think you're totally dead on when you can show up as your true authentic self and not because... As a speaker, too, I do so much better when I don't have, if I have a script that I have to read, it's like not me. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like I'm faking it where when I had to go to LA and do those fitness videos, yeah. like I just had bullet points. But then at the end of the day, I was like, okay, I just got to show up as myself and just wing it and whatever happens, happens. And when you can do that, it definitely takes that stress off. And well, it's so, it's so fascinating when you can, when you can actually do that and not, cause otherwise I was so focused on my first two sentences that I couldn't even think about them. And I was mm-hmm. like, why am I doing this? I just have to be me and say, hey, guys, here we are for this workout. Let's go.
0: Well, and I, and I think there's also so true. The, um, the correlation between what Karen is describing and, and Jen, we've talked before about athletic performance right. and visualization. So the it's very similar. very right? similar. It's just how you show up, regardless mm-hmm. of it's, if it's athletically in life and or And what or you business. want the
1: end result to be, right. 100%. And
0: understanding the message is way more important than you because it's not about you. It's about what you're Mm -hmm. delivering. Mm
2: -hmm. Karen, did you have any sports-related background? Was it something that you always knew you wanted to be a speaker and help other speakers? Or how did that come to be? Because most people I know do not want to speak. Or they had some experience that took them away from being that. Maybe a rejection or being criticized. Or I have one son that loved the stage and then something happened and he's like, I don't like the stage anymore. And the other one's like, I still love the stage. So what happened in your life to create... That type of business for others and helping them in that in that realm
3: well there's a few things first of all, it, when I was young, I always always was drawn to to being on the stage, but I was an introvert, so there was a bit of a war within me you know <laughs> i 'm really nervous to get out there, but I really think I have this soulful uh, for me it 's all about soul it is if you are soulfully drawn to be on the stage, that means in my opinion that there is a great message you're supposed to share. And perhaps you haven't shared it yet. And so um, I think that is absolutely vital that we look at speaking not as something that's a challenge, but rather a part of our life purpose. And it's not the life purpose of everyone. And if they don't resonate with it, that's fine. But I encourage you listeners out there that um, just because you're afraid of speaking doesn't mean that it's not part of your purpose. There really is a higher message. Um, and you, you have to look at that and really get in tune with your internal longing around that. So I would say I I, I, I don't believe that everyone is meant to speak, but I do believe that we all have a message, and if it's meant to be shared on stage, that's something that I love to help people do. Um, and I and I just want to challenge Jen when she said winging it because um, we we actually tell people that winging it is not such a good idea it, it, because what happens is there's a there's a balance between being authentic and having structure right? So what I always say is if you have the basic structure like Jen had with her notes uh, that, yeah, with her bullet points mm-hmm. and she understood and she's very trained and she knows her stuff then you will have great success and be authentic. But if you're winging it each and every time, basically what you're saying to the universe is, you know what, I I can never get to my greatest because my excuse is that I'm going to wing it and not be disciplined enough to have a structure. So that's one thing you might want to mm-hmm. think I, about.
1: I love that. And you're so true. Like, And, and for me, with, with speaking with what I do as well, is just uh, – I – Things at night and when I wake up, so I have a plan in my head, or like you said, I have kind of a pseudo structure, but then bring it to light. You're exactly right. So maybe winging it isn't the exact correct term, but you're 100% right. So that's awesome. Um, well, and you have
2: your event coming up March 9th or the 11th, correct? Right? The Income Acceleration Summit, and that's going to be at the Hilton Swap Peak Resort. So Get your tickets now because you're going to get so much information. And maybe we'll see you on stage next time. We'll be right back.
0: Welcome back to Marketing Money Mindset, the place where clever marketing, creating money, and the conscious mind intersect with your hosts, Elisa Sparks Lane, Brian Wood, and Jen Graffis.
2: All right, Brian, you had one more question for Karen.
0: I did. So, Karen, um, I'm not sure if this has ever happened to you. I have had the crash and burn situation, and I was actually distracted by Jen. And Elisa, but I'm not going to get into that. On the air. On the air. On the air. You, you want to yeah. relive that? No, oh, okay. I absolutely don't. I remember exactly. But, <laughs> I <do too. laughs> but can you tell us about a time where you maybe just, wow, that was just not as good as I as I typically am? And can kind of tell us about mm-hmm.
3: that? Yes, well, when I was going through uh, a divorce, it was very painful, of course, as it is for everyone. Um, I had a. Um, a lawyer tell me that you know I should go back and get a real job because this speaking and and uh, writing books business isn't paying off, and so I almost believe them. But the stubborn side of me, the entrepreneurial, Wait, side, was this said before no. Deepak or after cuz <laughs> I don't is even before. know. If- oh, good. <laughs> this is before, and and you know I was really um, I was really devastated because I didn't know what to do. But I did have this opportunity to speak in front of many thousands of people. Um, and I thought, this is my one break. This is my one chance to get it right, to start a business. I was a single mom, and, um, I just really wanted to, to do this, and, uh, and to prove the lawyers wrong as well. And so when the time came, I had a really heartfelt talk. I had hired coaches to help me with my presentation skills. But the one thing that I didn't do, which was a big mistake, Brian, was that I didn't have any business structures in order to take that from fuzzy, warm hugs and beautiful, you know, people telling me how how well I did to actually growing my business through speaking. Hmm. And so after that, um, I had no sales, no, you know, no hot leads, no nothing. And it was really 3,000 of my um, ideal tribe at that event. And uh, it was then that I realized, Brian, that I really needed help. and uh, And that's why I'm here today so passionate about it, because I think that people are under the impression they have to be perfect speakers in order to get out there and speak, especially entrepreneurs. And I can tell you uh, by my Owen story that it's simply not, true you don't have to be that perfect speaker all you need to do is connect with the audience be real and get results but it does take knowledge on how to do that and so that's what I'm all about and so I'm really excited uh, to share that at incomeaccelerationsummit.com you know it's a free event for people to come Um, three days of awesome information and no fluff at all because I don't believe in fluff
2: (laughs) nice work yeah So Angela has also some experience with not only the stage, but TV, which I think it takes us into a different level of chaos as well. But you did Shark Tank, and you're Major Mom. Like, I I know you have a name, but it's like, does anyone not call you Major Mom? Everyone
4: calls me Major Mom.
2: (laughs) And you you also served in the U.S. Air Force for 13 years. Yes. So you probably came in with some structures in place and probably you know, a structure for the business before you even started it. Was that something that helped you on Shark Tank? Because that's pretty scary altogether.
4: At the military um, structure, I think I I relate to what Karen's saying because in the military, we had um, horribly structured presentations. Mm -hmm. It was tell them what you're going to tell them, tell them, and then tell them what you told them. But it was (laughs) just so... Rigid. Robotic and rigid, and you are not to stray from that and get into your little entrepreneurial or fun ideas. So it's kind of fun because on Shark Tank, it's a little bit similar. It's you're going to do this pitch, and it's one minute and thirty seconds, and this is what the first sentence is going to be, and the second, you know, and then you have a little playroom in there. But then we'll approve it, and then we'll go through it, and then you know, by the time you're done with the pitch, you don't feel always as authentic as you know your first draft was like this is major mom and and then after they read it and they go do you really want to say that to nine million people and you start thinking i don't know what i want to say anymore i, I don't know but no. you know and so then you're like i just want to be me and authentic in my heart to come through but there's tv involved so yes the the speaking for tv changes because when i speak on stage um i know when i'm i'm I've got structure, I know my bullet points, but I don't have it memorized so you didn't and wing I it? just did not wing, wing no, Shark wing it. Tank. it. No angels who, here. <laughs> the people who show up at Shark Tank and wing it get sent home. Really? Yeah, by the dozens mm-hmm. every day. They go to rehearsal and they bomb their pitch because re- all you can do in the rehearsal is your pitch and they don't nail it. You don't get to go in front of the sharks.
2: You know, it's funny because I've seen some shows that people are just winging it. Like I've seen it. So there must be some that have at least some sort of either the product is good or maybe they got the deal at the end. But there's definitely some, some of them that just, you know, they don't know their numbers, which is huge for them because they mm-hmm. really want to know numbers. And they don't even know their product as strong as they should. Like, is that something that's the nerves or they just kind of let that be for entertainment?
4: I think some people don't believe that the numbers are as important as they are. So I think there's a there's an element of maybe egotistical thinking and, yeah. you know, also overvaluating your business is like the kiss of death on Shark Tank and then offering them 5% and you've overvaluated. Mm-hmm. It's just... Fun to watch what's going to happen to that person, but the um, you know a person that goes in well prepared, like Karen saying, you kind of know the structure of the show, you kind of know what they're looking for, you can develop your presentation points based off of what you know a venture capitalist is looking for, and if you uh, you don't want to watch fifty Shark Tanks like I did and read every book that the shark wrote, I mean I was ready, but that's my military style. Wow. Is we prepare, we don't go well, into combat without. Oh. <laughs> you read every shark's book every shark's book good which you. one's the, which so, one's the best um well roberts is horrible <laughs> It's horribly boring. I could not get all the way really? through it because it's. it looks like it had ghostwriter and it's very dry. Okay. But Barbara's is the best. Really? It is real hilarious. Mm. We've it's...
0: actually got Robert here. Oh. <laughs> so we'll,
4: we'll bring him in. He's right behind oh, you. Oh, <laughs> oh, no, Robert. <laughs> That's funny. So Barbara's was a good, the real estate book. She has a great book and such great advice in there. And, and she really, the reason why I read the books, I couldn't find really a Mark Cuban book. I've just watched his documentaries. I was trying to connect with them As people versus what NBC wanted me to see of them. Mm. Or ABC, sorry. (laughs) One of those shows. One of those. You know, and so reading their books, um, Mr. Wonderful, I. I was fell in love with Mr. Wonderful just reading his book because he was really raw and authentic in his book and really shared some really amazing stories about what he went through yeah. and why he is the way he is today. And a big reason why he is very forceful and direct is because for so many years, his parents didn't protect him. Mm-hmm. He didn't learn to protect himself. And things happened. Because um, there was maybe an era where you didn't stand up to the school board or you didn't stand up to things or, or at least challenge your question. So it's a great book. So when I went in there, I had a different feeling about him. Now, Mark Cuban, I lived in Dallas, Texas, and he's a beast oh, of a man. Yeah. He's insane. That's all you have to say to him. He's just he's an I'm insane man on in the tank as well, and he is not calm. So he is very calm. Is chaotic. it a little
2: intimidating when you're around him?
4: He's very intimidating. Yeah. He's an in-your-face kind of guy, and the chaos that you feel when you're in the tank mm-hmm. is is very real. They're talking over each other. They're asking you questions. They're all talking at once, and you talk. What's well, a chaos. mind game, isn't it? It's a total mind game. Yeah, like they're they bidding they against each other. Unravel you too. Yeah, it's like well, well it's, ugh.
0: ironically, sharks smell fear and blood and those kind of things, right? <laughs> that's no, true. but but I think true. like it it when you watch true. that show, yeah. they also sense that lack of confidence. Sure. So if it it starts to unravel ravel. It gets really ugly really quick. Well, that number
2: will go down, especially when they walk out of the tank for a minute. They're like talking to each other like, "Uh, forget the 10. It's two now. Mm -hmm. Forget that. Yeah. So did you take a deal? And I remember this show because it was one of my favorites.
4: I did not get offered a deal. Mm. They um, won professional organizing. um, Residential organizing was a new concept for um, all the sharks except Um, The blonde lady, the beautiful blonde. Oh, Lori. Lori, thank you, with the QVC. Barbara Mm -hmm. wasn't on my show, so I was Mm. really bummed about that. But Lori, um, she has professional organizers. She creates organizing things on QVC. Um she created a jewelry organizer for her mom, that's how kind of how she got started. She didn't reach out to you afterwards. She wanted me not to franchise. She wanted me to stay small and go deep and wide in one state or two states, go very deep and wide, and she said you'd make so much more money that way. And I said, "But I'm on a different mission as well." And the mission isn't just my own personal cash flow. It's creating jobs. It's creating opportunities for a stay-at-home mom, and it's in its organizing um very chaotic households so that they can actually enjoy being at home and so the mission is greater and beyond me and i don't think they really got it did she
2: respect that because that's actually yeah that's a huge mission that you have she
4: said i respect it i respect what you're doing it's just not the direction i would be on board with
2: so how many on your team now
4: we have 36 employees in uh three states columbus we have our first franchise owner in columbus and the thing is, is that it's just a, a the entrepreneurial path, as we all know, listening here, is a slow, painful, step at a time uh, path without that capital infusion. And, mm-hmm. and a lot of people say, well, you know, you don't do this and you don't do that. And it's like, well, if I raise three million, I would. But as if we just use our revenues and grow that way, then we will continue going to that path. And so that's why I went on Shark Tank is they were looking for veteran females that were business owners. And I'm Mm. like, me. And And you almost
2: missed that email, right?
4: Is that? Almost missed that email. Yeah. That they sent. I'm sure they they don't send those twice. No, they sent it through our website. They're looking for female veterans and entrepreneurs in the veteran community so they could have a veteran show. So that the... the chaos and the struggles of even getting on the show are in- innumerable. Yeah. <laughs> they can't even discuss
0: them. So, major mom, I almost called you Angela, but I'm intimidated. So you are major <laughs> mom. Um, so, who? Uh, first of all, thank you for your service. You're welcome. And second of all, toughest shark and easiest shark. Real quick, who?
4: Toughest shark is Mark Cuban. Um, I, I when I came out of the the into the tank, I gave my pitch, nailed it. And uh, Mark Cuban asked me a cl- top secret question, and I said, if I told you, I'd have to kill you. Oh. So he was going to kill me the whole show. Wait,
2: before you give us number two, In, oh, we're going to take a quick okay. break. Okay, I'll tell you number two. Because that we'll was, wait, was Jeez, that the uh, most intimidating? Was that yeah, the that best? Was the hardest? is the hardest, oh, the hardest. and yeah. most intimidating. Okay, and then the other one was the easiest, right? We'll be right back with mm-hmm. the easiest. Hold on one second.
0: Nice tease.
5: Are you getting the number and quality of clients your business needs? Do you feel like all your effort is going to waste? If so, then consider registering at IncomeAccelerationSummit.com. At this free event, you'll learn the fastest way to get high-paying clients by getting seen and heard by your ideal audience. The easiest way to do that is through speaking, webinars, and phone sales, and we'll teach you exactly how to use these strategies. Register today at IncomeAccelerationSummit.com and receive $800 in business building gifts.
2: Are you known for skipping meals while on the go? Are you too busy to eat healthy? Does the thought
4: of meal prep and food shopping leave you desiring a nap? Visit www.witnessingnature.net. Download the app and leave the healthy cooking to us. We provide organic food through personal
2: chef services, meal plans, and cooking classes, prepared at your home or delivered so you can spend time with your valued family and friends. Call Witnessing Nature and Food at
5: 480-813-9065. It's what's in the food that matters. Eat organic soon at a gym near you. Gen Graphics Q Life is a health and wellness company that inspires and educates clients and athletes in taking their abilities and teams to the next level. We empower young athletes to live out loud and harness all the true potential they have inside of them to be the best versions of themselves. At Jen Graphis Q Life, the services include one-on-one fitness training, accountability coaching, guest lectures, athletic performance camps, and more. For more information, check out the website at www.Gengraphis.com.
0: Come find your Q. Welcome back to Marketing Money Mindset, the place where clever marketing, creating money, and the conscious mind intersect. With your host, Elisa Sparks-Lane, Brian Wood, and Jen Graffis.
2: All right, so back to Shark Tank. And now, who's the easiest guppy shark? I am
4: going to say an answer that no one's going to expect, but this is from my personal Wait, experience let me guess. in the tank. Mm-hmm. Mr. I don't know Wonderful. what
1: She's going she's gonna to say Mr. Wonderful? Wow. Really? Mr. Wonderful. I was not going to guess he
4: that. He actually said within about five minutes, You're you're actually in the tank for about an hour and a half filming. So it's a long time in the tank. That's wow. why most people incri- end up crying because you've um. been up there for an hour and a half <laughs> answering exhausted. the same question over and over. Or different versions of each question are being told that you're wrong. But the uh, Mr. Wonderful, uh, he said within about five minutes, he said, gosh, I just like you. And if he likes you... He is super sweet and sappy, and he just can't even – he doesn't try to make up stuff to make you feel bad, although that is his reputation. Mm -hmm. If he doesn't have anything on you, he kind of leaves you alone.
0: It's when he sees the weakness. It's when Mm -hmm. he sees the Mm -hmm.
4: lies or deception or something's not coming together. He does not like that. And so – Battle pushes buttons. Mm-hmm. I mean, I told- Robert is super sweet and Lori is super sweet, but really, Mr. Wonderful is actually really nice because Robert didn't say, I like her. Mr. Wonderful said,
1: I like her. So she and you know, did. I really feel like, sorry, Brian, I no, didn't mean to cut ahead. you off, is that's kind of part of like, I always say everyone has a story and the fact that you knew he had a story and you already recognized what everyone's bios were and a little bit about them. I feel like that's when the universe gives back to you. You know what I mean? And that's, and I think that's exactly when everyone has a story and you're your true authentic self and then you connected with him in the book probably. And he might've sensed that, you know what I mean? Honestly, like I truly believe that's an energy that is unforeseen that when it comes out there, and, like, I love to say everyone has a story because when you look at people as people and not as just objects or money makers or whatever, and you know they have some baggage or hardships or struggles, you're so much more apt to look at them at a totally different yes, perspective. Yes, and that's
4: what I think, you know, Karen's saying in speaking or going on Shark Tank or giving a pitch or d- doing a radio show is preparation, however you feel mm-hmm. that is, will enable you to see real connection possibilities and that was what my goal was to That's awesome. What are what are these really people their story? Because mm-hmm. I know they're supposed to look a certain way, but I'm in the tank yeah. after fourteen years in the air force, I'm not gonna go in unprepared and not knowing the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Love that. So what's next?
1: More Next, franchise? Yes, More? we're
4: franchising, and so you um, said
1: Columbus. Sorry, where did Columbus, that? Columbus, Ohio. I know uh, that's my home state. So oh, I'm nice. from Toledo. So okay. why Columbus?
4: Well, uh, most 275 franchisee prospects came from the Shark Tank episode, and one of them was in Columbus, Ohio, a military spouse, veteran couple. They were they're out now, and uh, they saw me on Shark Tank, and within three months, I bought the very first franchise. They they were like, "That's the girl. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna you know." put my train on tie up next to you Mm -hmm. things like that so we're still working through all of our leads from that so franchising has become a way to uh, coach other people Brian Mm -hmm. it's like let me coach you up to be an entrepreneur and a business owner and show you everything I'm doing I'm still organizing I'm still leading a team and I'm teaching others how to do it which is the real beauty of franchising if you can just get past all of the uh, horrible nightmare stories of franchising. There's actually more beautiful stories about coaching and mentoring mm-hmm. up, up people. That's and what you focus on, too. That's all you do all day is take calls from your franchisees mm-hmm. and, hey, okay, do this, do that, and your employees. Mm-hmm. And you're just coaching all day and directing and not really managing.
1: And that's part of the preparation and being prepared, like we were talking about earlier. When you have those processes and things in place that Karen was talking about earlier. That makes all the difference because then you have something to coach them through because you already have the successful processes and procedures and structure in place that then it just becomes an education and teaching and motivating them on how to do so, which is awesome.
4: So
2: someone wants to do a franchise. What's the first step that you take them through?
4: The first step we take them through is first day when they go to majororganizers.com, they fill out a request for information and consideration. It's a very, very short checklist because military style is like short and to the point, not like some of the franchise websites (laughs) where there's an application galore. Short and sweet to the point, it lets us know you're interested. Then I personally email and call that individual because while we're small, I want to pick the first 10 franchisees that will be my core group, Mm -hmm. right? Did you see founders? No. The mcdonald's story no but i studied ray Kroc all oh, through business have. i have an mba yeah. and, and i studied his because it's very
2: similar he started out when he was franchising um he noticed that some people just weren't made out to be franchisers like they didn't mm-hmm. care about the brand they changed the name they changed the products mm-hmm. and he realized the difference between someone that really had that integrity piece and how they would follow up and how he could coach them versus people that weren't coachable
4: that is real, I know, and i I need to go to watch that movie because we've given a hundred nos already to people who well we want to add cleaning service to organizing because you know we think mm-hmm. cleaning is the same as organizing, and I you know tell them very nicely, no, it's not,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: so that's nice you're fired hey,
5: hey, you your let, me, <laughs> let, let
0: me ask you the the greatest uh, success story like you see these, uh, the show Hoarders where people are just in really bad shape yeah. what was your, your best that, that you've personally seen before and after Story.
4: Well, the the good news for all anybody who wants to be a franchise of major organizers is we don't work with hoarders. That's we if forbid it. You have to be well-trained, have to have psychologists, psychologists, mm-hmm. um, and we're not a maid service. So we say that to everybody. We don't work with hoarders and we're not a maid service. Mm-hmm. We, we declutter and organize. But one of our best success stories we actually didn't show on Shark Tank We did show before and afters on Shark Tank, but the reason why we didn't show it is because from the pictures, the person looked like a hoarder. Their basement was chock full with a goat path through it, but they weren't hoarders. The upstairs was pretty decent. Mm -hmm. It was a mom of three, Husband gone all the time, and she had pretty much gone into a deep depression and overwhelm and with the, all the clothes. the basement the, probably became the catch-all. And the, the catch basement all. was the laundry, you know, and, yeah. and it just and, – and with it, hey, you know what, cleanup time? Just keep throwing it down there. I don't care. Mm. And so she then she got so overwhelmed, and then the husband's like, what is happening to our house? Mm. So we have some great before and after pictures on majororganizers.com. Or- if you go to that portfolio, you'll be able to spot it right away because okay. that's like our our flagship. But we don't show it – all the time because people go, Oh, they work with hoarders. Yeah. They're not. Sometimes people appear to be hoarding or look like hoarders, but there's depression from the chaos, the mm-hmm. chaos of mm-hmm. raising children, the chaos of mm-hmm. working full time and raising children and taking care of a house. And the chaos becomes overwhelm, stress, and everything else. And so a professional organizer worth her weight and salt or gold mm-hmm. can go in and eliminate the chaos a little bit by creating order and structure and systems. And so, within the chaos of life, you have these a place for everything and everything in its place. Like,
1: there's a concept that many people have never heard. Okay, (laughs) so I have to tell my story because this is so fits totally in. So, over this weekend, single mom, two children, working a a ton of hours right now, with of course being my own entrepreneur. And, um, I got really tired of all the dishes being in the sink and the kids and I love everything has a place and every place has a thing in my household. I don't like clutter. But with over the last year or so, things have gotten crazy with cleaning and letting things go. But it makes me crazy because I like things organized. And two months ago, my son said we watched the the show The Accountant, the movie The Accountant. And Josh said, in the movie The Count Ben Affleck, he has one set of silverware, one plate, one bowl, one dish. And Josh goes, Mom, maybe we should do that. And <laughs> That's a great experiment. And I got to my dishes. The, uh, the kids were gone for the weekend. And I totally did a clean, organized, everything in its place. And as I was doing the dishes, I got angry again. And I said, that's it. And I went to Target. And I bought Ashley a red I set I saw of, this post. I, I bought Ashley a set of red— Josh has set a black and myself white and red polka dots. And I took all of the dishes and all of our silverware out of the dr- out of it. And I put it in the way in the laundry room. And I said, we're going to simplify here because this is making me crazy. And we all now have our own plates and dishes. And you guys now can't say those aren't my dishes in the sink because we all know. So Are you're you doing the tiny house next because I so can see great. that coming no. in next. But I would. And <laughs> it's <laughs> it so funny because all week long, my kids have washed their only blatant yeah. bowl. And they, we all have our own. Silverware, it's crazy, Mm -hmm. and I, and I'm like,
2: I don't have to worry (laughs) about dishes. I think it was Einstein that Uh, had had the same outfit, like not the same outfit, but the same. Like black suit every single yep. day, like there was no thinking about it, mm-hmm. and it was just the same thing. Isn't that and if funny? you know it, that's what you take care of, right? Like there's well, no
0: problem. Well, I'm looking at the pictures, the before and after picture on on your website, Major Mom, and the the office that's a, a train wreck and the office that's looking good. There really is a connection here physically, right? There's anabolic energy and there's catabolic energy. Yeah. When you're in that environment of pure clutter, that makes you worse in in more than one way. So it's it really does impact you
4: it does mm-hmm. clutter impacts the the body the mind the spirit mm-hmm. it's like the you, multitasker isn't it it's well in some of you know s- sometimes people they lie to themselves and say mm-hmm. that doesn't bother me i've always lived that way i you know i don't mind looking for things i'm used to losing it and buying another one like mm-hmm. i just there's no other way to live and the human spirit craves and desires order to the chaos mm-hmm. and not every human can create order in the chaos. That's a skill set that organizers have in other people. And so you have to seek out those people that can help create order out of your chaos mm-hmm. in a um, professional, empathetic, wonderful way versus sometimes the TV shows that I hate mm-hmm. that you know, you make professional organizers look like we just go in and say, that's ugly. You don't need this. Get mm-hmm. rid of that. That's nobody could have a business if that really is how we were wow. in real life. That's just TV. Yeah, but it,
2: it sucks people in. It's, it's amazing when they do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so Mars, yeah. you have some mission for us this, At- this absolutely. week? Absolutely, all about will chaos. You give us a little bit of that?
0: Yeah, so sometimes stuff happens. As a matter of fact, things and stuff frequently happens. The question is, what are you gonna do about the chaos? How are you gonna react? Option one, hope things work out and hope that someday things will be perfect. And if that's your approach, get comfortable. Waiting for perfection might take a while. An extraordinary leader once told me, hope is not a plan. So option two, take the Dolly Parton approach, who once said, we cannot direct the wind, but we can adjust the sails. In business and life, be at the cause and not the effect.
2: I love that. I love Dolly Parton. That's great. Great stuff. Man, I am left with multitasking,
1: probably not a good thing. Clean my desk and call major mom. I am left with um, a speaking conference that sounds like I need to go to. Get a little more information. Definitely. I love it. It's so March yes. 11th.
2: Mark your calendars.
1: You guys have been wonderful. Thank you so much. Yeah. for having us. Thank you. Thanks, guys.
2: Thank you yeah. so much. So see you for Valentine's Day, Brian.
0: I, I thought we were off. I thought we were going to get off the air before you had <laughs> one more final day. I'll
2: see you next week. All right. We'll Bye. see you guys.
0: Thank you for listening to the Marketing Money Mindset Radio Show. Tune in Saturdays at 8 a.m. And remember to keep your dreams big, your purpose bigger, and enjoy the ride.
5: This is the Money Radio Network.